Hi, I'm Jerry Wise. I'm a therapist in Carmel, Indiana, uh, just north of Indianapolis. And this video is entitled, Dysfunctional Families Eat Their Own. Rather harsh title, maybe you might think. Uh, but actually, I think it is applicable for dysfunctional families because what happens is the family gets eaten up emotionally, internally, and families end up what we call kind of cannibalizing each other. And then the next generation cannibalizes the next generation with emotional pain and dysfunction. Uh, there's an author, his name is Donald Williamson, and it's interesting, he describes dysfunctional families or uh, unhealthy families as cult-like, the cult of the family. And actually, if you look at the traits of cults and then look at the traits of dysfunctional families, it, it's they're very similar. And we so revere the family and we so value the family. We talk about family values and these types of things. Uh, but yet, actually, they can be very unhealthy, unsafe, and very difficult places to grow up and can be very cult-like. In other words, you're brainwashed, there are roles you're expected to perform and to do, and there can be punishments and, and all kinds of things that would happen in a cult, but yet it's biologically organized. It's a family. And I just want to talk about how dysfunctional families can be very cannibalizing or cult-like and difficult in that way, and then also give some uh, examples and ways in which we can break free and uh, find a new life. From all of the dysfunctional problems that occur, actually I think uh, dysfunctional families eating their own might even be an understatement if you talk to some folks, particularly folks who grew up in alcoholic homes, Abusive homes, physically, sexually abused, emotionally abusive, mental abusive homes, uh, they might even say it stronger than what I'm saying. Families eat their own by creating pain and dysfunctional, unhealthy patterns and dynamics and modeling emotionally and mental imprinting and passing this process on to future generations. So all of that systemic unhealth that's happening in the family gets passed on to the next generation. And then the previous generation and the current generation have this process of unhealth that goes on. And I consider it kind of the family eating its own. This process can be expressed by unhealthy anger, unhealthy shame, guilt, nonsense, put-downs, triangles, backbiting, rejection, non-acceptance, hyper-religiosity or toxic religious beliefs, addictive behaviors, lying, manipulating, betrayal, disappointment, uh, poor to terrible communication skills, poor intimacy modeling and skills, enmeshment, emotional cutoffs, intense reactivity, and I could go on and on and on. And if you talk about a family that suffers in this way and has those kinds of problems and lives in those kinds of problems, that's pretty toxic. And it really does end up cannibalizing the selves of the current generation and future generations. 
It cannibalizes the self. These behaviors and emotional states are very cannibalizing to families. Our families eat us up, and we feel this by being eaten up inside. And those of you who have had that experience and know that probably know what I'm talking about. These behaviors and patterns and emotional processes create a lack <clears throat> within the family. It creates more diminishment in the family. And that lack is very important because when you don't have enough, and dysfunctional families never have enough love, never have enough healthy communication, never have enough acceptance, never have enough self-esteem, all of those kinds of <clears throat> lackings, when you have that, then the family has to eat something. It has to survive on something. And what it will do is survive on unhealthy emotional patterns. When we do not get our needs met growing up, then we live lives of scarcity and lack. And that scarcity and lack is emotional lack. Um, for example, out of that lacking, we find wounded spouses who behave and create marriages which mirrors our family of origin themes and our family of origin patterns. And we end up, for example, out of that lacking, we love ourselves based on the way our family of origin loved us. So they lacked, we didn't get enough, now we feel that lacking, and then we treat ourselves the same way. I believe this cannibalization of family members is a result of a lack of healthy, positive, mature love, uh, something many families lack. In other words, since I didn't get mine, or what I needed, I'll get it somewhere else. Or I will live out my pain within my family of origin. This is, of course, unconscious, and it's not admitted, it's not discussed, it's not revealed to ourselves or to others. It just gets lived out in family life over and over and over again. And it's something the family is not aware of, they're often in denial about, and it's never discussed. It's just the way it is. It's just the paradigm we've lived, grown up with. It's just the normative, normal life paradigm and perspective that we have. So it seems just like it should be. How do you know if you're being eaten inside by your family of origin or being cannibalized emotionally? These are not all the examples, but they're some of the symptoms. I think emotional cutoffs and emotionally cutting off is a symptom of that. Returning to your role that you had in a ch as a child when you go back to your family of origin. When you return to that role, the family is cannibalizing you again because you need to be a certain way to meet their needs because they lack, so you have to return to your childhood role. When we, if we feel angry and reactive often, I think that's a symptom. If we have trouble with enmeshment, if we have allergy to intimacy, Remember, your thinking mirrors the negative or irrational thinking of your family.
And if you see that mirroring going on, then that's a part of that cannibalization, intergenerational cannibalization. If you choose family of origin over your spouse or kids, I think that's a symptom of your family eating you up. If you obsess about your family of origin, that's another symptom. Or you realize that you sound, act, feel, and say things like your parents. Excessive guilt or worry about what your family would think about you. Abandonment, shame, low self-esteem, addictions, and denial are some of the symptoms of this intergenerational cannibalization. So, how do we stop being cannibalized by our family? First, now I've got a number of points. Maybe they'll be of help to you. One, stop handing your emotional power over to your family of origin. Often we don't know how much we give our family of origin power and power they don't need, power they don't deserve, but we hand our power over to them. And it's a process we're doing. It's not something they're demanding. It's something we do. And it's, it feels natural to us. Two, stop placing your sense of self or okayness for the scrutinizing of your family of origin. Oftentimes we'll present ourselves as, am I okay? Is this right? Are you happy with me? Well, when we do that, we're going to get cannibalized. It's not probably going to work out very well. Because other people... And, or maybe I should say, when we were growing up, our parents had the, role, had the role, an appropriate role, to affirm our okayness when we were kids. That's an appropriate role when we are children. When we become adults, that role is no longer appropriate. It does not, it's only a quest that is never ending. And it's not something our parents can do to fill our cup anyway. Not when we become adults. That, that time has passed. That only can be healing or helpful when we're children. Stop needing your family for things they cannot provide. Yearning for the mother you never had. The mother you never have is never going to be. She couldn't. She didn't. She did the best she could. It's not going to happen. The father you always wanted and you keep waiting for. The more you wait for it, the more that process cannibalizes you. We have to give up waiting for that. The sister you had always wanted to love you in a certain way and doesn't, couldn't, didn't. Uh, and we still yearn or want that. Stop holding on to the hurt, shame, bitterness, and anger surrounding your family of origin. This only re-victimizes you. And I tell people, they say, I so want to feel neutral about my parents. I so want to not care what they think. I so want to not be angry with them. While they continue in their anger, frustration, and resentment toward their parents. And it's a process that's stuck in us. It's not a process your parents are requiring you to continue. We just keep doing it to ourselves. And in that way, the unhealthy family dynamics from our past are cannibalizing us now. Stop staying blind to family process. Uh, emotional process and emotional patterns. 
uh, who is it that someone wrote? Oh, I think it was Murray Bowen. And uh, he's a father of family therapy, fa father of family systems, uh, or grandfather of family systems. And he talked about observational blindness. In other words, we don't see what's happening. And oftentimes we stay in that don't see process. And we don't see our processes in our family. And we stay blind. Stop and change your role in the family. Resist the role which is expected of you. And choose to be more yourself versus what you think your family thinks you should be or what makes them happy or less anxious. Because if we are always feel bound by that role and we do not free ourselves from that, then that role will continue to cannibalize us as we continue on and that will also affect our children. Then the process just keeps continuing on. Lastly, stop hating yourself, stop denying your inner child and your inner self. Begin to do for yourself what your family never did or could not do. All of those things are possible. It's time to stop being eaten and time to stop eating your family and your kids. Become an authentic self and become the emotional age that you are. Become an adult. I realize easier said than done, but not impossible to do. It is a journey and can begin today. Ceasing the cannibalization creates greater self-differentiation, improves current relationships with spouses and kids and friends. I know I've shared a lot in this video and it may sound very overwhelming to you. Uh, it certainly did to me 35 years ago. It's never too late to be yourself. It's never too late to find yourself and to break the bonds of family cannibalization or the family cult. Find a good guide who will help you make this journey. If I can help, give me a call, email me. The info is on the screen. I have clients all over the country. I have foreign clients as well. If not me, find someone to lead you on your journey of self-care and self-love and self-awareness and joy. It is possible. Join our YouTube channel. I hope you'll like this video below. Write a comment. I'll respond and join the conversation. I want to thank you for watching and have a great day.